Yo, yo. Mm. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me? Dude, that's so weird. I don't get it either, man. Can you hear me? I can hear just clear. Very clear. Okay. Dope, man. I was I was drinking some of my smoothie for a second. You caught me. What kind of smoothie you make? I made a smoothie. So in the smoothie is water, banana, protein powder, like this hemp vanilla protein powder. I put in some magnesium. Some, uh, it's called Goutrin. It's for like, it circulates uric acid out of your system. Uh-huh. And um, this other thing called, this other vitamin called niacinamide. It's mm. vitamin B3. And okay. it helps normal growth and development, helps in energy metabolism and tissue formation, helps to maintain the body's ability to metabolize nutrients, a factor in the maintenance of good health. Wow. So do you always get plant, plant-based protein? Yeah. That's what I got, too. I got some uh, plant-based protein that it has, like, has like half uh, of, like, your daily vitamins and minerals. Um, oh, fuck. That sounds fire. Yeah, dude, it's really good. It has a lot of things. I love it. I love it. Oh, yeah, I definitely, I definitely need to like find a protein powder or like make a protein powder that I like. Yeah. Oh yeah, you gotta eat this. I don't even like all of them. That's why. Yeah. I kind of stick to the ones that I get because don't taste good. And if it doesn't taste good, you're probably not gonna drink it. Eat it yourself, mm-hmm. Well, I don't, I don't really have that problem because it goes into the smoothie, right? Like I always put the protein powder. I don't You're just right. do a shake, yeah. right? So, and then I put in, um, so I put in the powder. I put in those vitamins. I put in some peanut butter. I blend it all up, and then I put in strawberry, mango, and blueberries, and blend that all up into it, and drink that. Uh, okay. And it's. The 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 fruit is all frozen, mm. so I don't add like ice or anything like that. It's just water and and all that goodness. So it's pretty decent, and it fills me up for like a while. And I drink water for the rest of it, and mm. I'll eat like a dinner. So I'm gonna make my soup. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Man. How about you? What's up? What's new? Ah, uh, nothing much, man. Hectic last couple of days. Getting done. Those, those moving woes, eh? Yeah, man. It was a lot. Got it all done, though. Turned in my keys uh, yesterday. And, you know, just kind of doing my thing, man. Fuck, man. Future, hopefully, uh, hopefully getting a house soon, man. So we'll, we'll see. Like you by yourself get a house? Or yeah. like you with. Wow. That's a that's a noble ass quest. You know what though, man? It's the United States, and the United States has some cheap ass fucking property if you know how to swing it. Dude, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Compared to Canada, yes, yep. that's what I'm saying. It's a lot like real estate was. You want to know like the real difference? The house that I'm living in right now, the property that I live on is probably a million dollar property. See, that's what I'm saying. Just and the house is like. You would look at it and go, it's not worth that much, but the land value is. Exactly. Right? Whereas, like, if this house was somewhere in America, you could probably get it for, like, 300K or less, like 250 maybe. Wow. Yeah, it's ridiculous, man. Wow. Yeah. Like, there's nothing really here. 
under 500k. And we're talking like townhouses and condos. It's ridiculous, man. I mean, that's what you pay, though. Like, like somebody said, if that's what the market is, it's because somebody can afford that. Well, so. do you want to know why the market is the way that it is, at least where I live? Uh-huh. It has absolutely everything to do, and people will not understand this until they actually experience it, but it has to do with the idea that America buys so much shit from China that China has the ability to then send their family here, buy up property here, and the father stays back in China because that they're, they're sending all of their shit to America who's importing all that crap. Exactly. So, right, so Canadians are basically innocents, in my opinion, quote, suffering from the consumption of American people. Dude, everything here is from China. So, I yep. mean, I agree. Right, that's how they're doing it. Right, so Mm -hmm. that's that's why our property values are so high is because they come here, they buy at the areas that they like. The people that they're buying from are old and they're moving anyway, so they sell and they get a fucking, you know, a a bunch of money, and then they go off and they move into like they move, but they can't stay in the same spot because the property value there is too high. So they move to another area, buy up that area, raise that property value. So those people now need to move out. And everyone is starting to slowly move east and west from their respective areas. And eventually, uh, my prediction is that Canada will be too... Pro- like the, the, the country of Canada will be narrowed down to two, con- or two provinces that we have, which are the middle provinces. And all the rest will be probably something... Asian. Wow. Yeah. And it's been going like that for like at least a couple of decades now and it'll continue to be like that until it's over because like the Canadian population does not like we're I think Canada is like we were Canada was established the same time Colorado was established. Mm which is like 1867 or something like that, right? So Canada is roughly, is is about 90 years younger than America. Mm. And we are a tenth of the population. Wow. Yeah. So we don't populate. We don't, we don't, we don't have kids. We don't, we don't immigrate that much. We don't really do anything, right? And we live on a massive landmass that could hold a ton of more fucking people. So now China has, let's see, they have, let's say that they have um, 1.5 billion people. Now they have more than that. They're probably closer to two. Yeah. Right. But they're, they're, they're almost they're China is almost six times more populated than the United States of America. Yeah. Six times. Which means that China is 60 times more populated than Canada. Yeah, wow. Want to know, know something completely wild? So, in China right now, they have this thing called the coronavirus. And yeah. it's in a place called Wuhan. And it might be moving out and whatnot. And sure, okay, that's scary and shit. But what's scary to me is they quarantined an area in China of 
just around 30 million people. Wow. That is nothing to China. That's like, that is a, um, like, a t- uh, let's see. That's, I don't even know how to calculate that. We are, that's, that's one sixtieth of their population, I guess. Because it's almost the same as Canada. Mm-hmm. It's only one sixtieth of the population. But the thing is, they quarantined off an area the size of the Canadian population. Wow. Yeah, dude. So you don't think that something like that could happen here? We're talking about a country that right now has Muslims in concentration camps. Yeah. Right? Like, anything is possible, dude. Yeah. Right? And you know what happens to people that dissent and people that don't agree with the regime changes and rules. They all either die, they get turned into slaves, or they get put into camps. Right? So, you know, it's going to be interesting fucking times. But, while I'm still here, I'll make the most of it, but dude, I am never going to own property in Canada. Wow. Because because the the market is rising? Is that what you're saying? The the market is insane. There's no real property anymore. If you really want property, you have to go to like barren areas or like not deserted areas, but like smaller populations. Like, Mm -hmm. dude, I've lived in this area for 15 years and it no longer feels like the area I moved into. I... I'm slowly becoming a minority in the area that I'm in. And that's not even that long. That's not even years. Yeah. Right. So, but on the flip side, for you, it should be not necessarily like easy, easy for you to get a house, but it should be a lot easier. Oh, uh, it is. Trust me. The market here, I mean, it's just completely different. I mean, so it's gonna be a lot Where, easier. Would you uh, would you stay in your area, or are you just like fuck it? A house is a house, and you'll move to it. Yeah, I wanna I wanna stay, um, you know, somewhere in my area. Um, yeah. Just, just cause, you know, I'm from here, and you know, my family and everything. And I kind of want to just stay somewhere close um, to them. And I mean, you move out far. You don't really know that market as well. You know, I've lived here my whole life, so I kind of know this market. My mom's a realtor, you know, so she knows the market too. So it just, it'd be a lot easier to stay closer in this area and get a, you know, going farther out and not knowing the market as well. So maybe you think you're getting a good deal. But you're not, you know what I'm saying? So, dude, dude, if you already know a real estate agent, you're already and like a, like one that you can trust, you're already mm-hmm. head of the game, right? If, yeah. if Mom Dukes is is a is an agent, definitely just get your first house through her. Of course, right? I mean, funny enough, my mom was a real estate agent too. Mm. Still is, still is. She. uh Something like, and, and dude, I never really, I don't like to push shit on people. I just like to take opportunities to like make people aware to stuff and then they can make their own decisions. Yeah. So um, my mom right now, she is supposed to be retired, but is helping a company called EXP 
which is, I think, one of the leading online real estate companies in America. Mm, okay. She's helping them. Um, she, sorry, man. I just cut a bunch of onions, and you know how that happens. You know what happens oh. after. Oh, yeah. Right? The tears are coming. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> I'm just trying to focus. It's, fucking, it's stinging the eyes, man. It's really knocking me. Um, but, okay. So, she's helping open up Canada. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but it's definitely something that if you're, the moment that your mom gets tired of working for the company she's working for, it's definitely a spot that she might want to look at. Oh, she's actually, um, she actually is her own broker. So she's That's even with, better, dude. Yeah, I would say she's under, she not, she doesn't work for another. She actually has her own, um, in a sense, realty company. It's yep. called Strong Tower Realty. Um, and she's a broker of it, so she doesn't really, this is nope. work, you know, she's, for anybody else. He, yeah, man, no, she's good then. Yeah. Right, it's for those people that want to work for, like, in a company or think that i'm i'm sure like your mom back in the day might have because she did did. people she did she did right she worked she probably how long has she been a real estate agent for uh 20 years right did she start her own company right away no no right and that's what you said right so yeah she would have been a great candidate for it when she was like at another company but for now dude yeah no totally makes sense but dude you're lucky to have your mom course right not just because you're just lucky to have a dope mom you're lucky to have your mom because she's going to be able to help you get the best fucking house yeah exactly you think she's gonna she you think she's gonna let her son buy a house that's shitty yeah right no way man and she's probably gonna fight for the best mortgage for you and all of that Mm -hmm. shit of course Mm -hmm. big blessings you're all right i'm gonna get the best deal yeah. I'm real happy about it. Yeah. No, that's good, man. I'm glad. Yeah. Appreciate it. So so house. Yeah. That's what you're that's what you're looking for first. Yeah. yeah. That's dope, man. It's one of the things, I mean, you you build you can build equity in a house, you know, so whenever you do sell it. You can actually make money. So I'm just like, why not, man? Why not get a house whenever I'm 30 or down the line? I'm going to want a house. I can get it now. Why not? Yeah, exactly, man. And, like, in America, it makes sense. Yeah. Right? Like, my my dad's a real estate agent, too. And we were talking about it. And he's like, well, he's like, owning a house just builds you equity. And I'm like, well, then we really need to discuss what the, what the you know, what that means. And it's like, okay, well, it, in order for your house to make money, it has to go up in value, correct? Exactly. Yeah. In order for stuff to go up in value, people need to be able to afford it. In order exactly. to afford it, money needs to be inflated, which means that now $1 equals what, what used to be $1 now equals 4 But the thing yeah. is, is that it's still that $1. It's just been bloated up to feel like it's $4. Now... The moment that that bubble breaks, your house will not be worth the same amount that you paid. Yeah. Right? So that's why. But in America, your prices are so fucking low that I don't think it matters. 
the prices here are super inflated that when they drop, right? It's such a big difference. I know exactly what you're saying. 100%, right? So like here, there's no point at all in buying real estate. Yeah. I'm the wrong skin tone. Yeah. Right? But where you are, like, dude, if I had an opportunity, I would be buying up so much fucking land in America. Like, so much. It would be like a pet project to see how much land I could just get in America. Yeah. Because it's so cheap, in my opinion. It is. Right? It's a blessing, almost. It is. Right? So, um, do you have any idea of, like, the, not necessarily size, but, like, um, um, look look you're going for, or, like, how many bedrooms and, like, I mean, area and shit? Two bedrooms, kind of close to where um, I live, my mom lives, which is a nice area. You know, I don't want to kind of live in a bag. Because all those things go against your house whenever you want to sell it. You yeah. know, if the area isn't good, you're not going to get as, that much food for it. If you no. if pay 50000 more for a house, but it's, it's in a good area, now you can get that whenever you want to sell the house because people see that. People have kids. You know, people want to be next to schools and things like that. So all those, mm-hmm. all those things, you know, are going for you. Uh, set up against you being in that area, obviously. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You kind of, you kind of want to. No offense, but be in one of those white areas. Thank, I mean, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent, man. <laughs> right. It's true. Right. There's no, there's no chance that property values lowering because white people won't let that fucking yeah. happen. Um. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> but. But dope, dude. What else? Uh, how did it feel to like hand in your keys and shit? Man, it felt good. It felt good, honestly, because when I when I signed the lease, um, obviously I was with my ex ex girlfriend, and you know I thought I was gonna be with her and this and that, and we were gonna live happily ever after. And you know, obviously her moving out and all that. And just I'm glad. You know, I'm glad I gave him the keys because it just the whole 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 place, the whole situation wasn't what I thought, you know. So I'm glad I'm kinda restarting in a sense. Yeah, you got to you, it's like you're putting the past in the past, right? Exactly. Right. Completing a loop and being able to start another one. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's good, dude. I'm, I I feel like no matter what direction you go in, whether you get a house or you like, you have like a couple of buddies that want to rent a place and you just go in with that. I'm sure that the next start of like your adventure journey will be a lot better. Oh yeah, true. Right. True. Like no matter what, you have like you're figuring it out. Yeah. The experience, man. Mm-hmm. Experience is the best teacher. It is, man. Especially if you keep fucking up doing the same thing. Yeah. And then and then figuring it out after. You can just leave it in there, E. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> That's cola for you, buddy. Hold on one second, Lando. Y'all good. How's Ian? Yeah? He's doing well? Who else is there? Oh, good, Ian. Good. Oh, good. 
Yeah, it doesn't matter. I would have, even, even if people were there, I wouldn't have probably come. Aw, uh, maybe next time. He's a good guy. Dude, he's knowing me, you, me, and him have known each other probably like, when did you come to school? Like two weeks after the school was open? Yeah, me too. Well, I keep hearing five and fucking spring break, but... Did you really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, so I know him for, like, maybe four months more than you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, dude. We're back now. That's pretty funny. Oh, good. Uh, Ian's a good guy, though. How long have you been, uh... Your roommate? Uh, me, and, me and this guy, apparently, me and my roommate have known each other since spring break of grade five. Wow. The fifth grade, just after spring break. Wow. Yeah, I'm on. Yeah, 30 years, dude. 30. Wow. That's, that's, that's a, that's one third of more than you've been on this planet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, man. Oh, that's, that's what happens, dude. Yeah. But like, I've been, I've been super fortunate to be able to keep like some of my friends. Not all of them, but you know, of course. of course, some of them. Like my uh, old roommate, I knew him since I was seventeen, and me and him lived in here for like eleven years, twelve years together, thirteen. Mm-hmm. Right, so you know, but you know, there's there's they're few and far between. There we go. Yeah. Okay, so this just needs to melt down so what kind of, what kind of soup are you making okay so it's a nah man it's a creamy uh-huh. um one second oh shoot no i just have to chop them up it's a creamy um ginger carrot oh sorry yeah sounds good. yeah dude it's delicious right the only downside of it is it's nine o'clock and I don't really like using the blender after a certain hour because I'm in like not communal living, but like there's someone downstairs, there's someone, there's thin walls and like there's people that live and they're all trying to sleep and they don't need to hear me start up my blender at like 10 o'clock at night just to eat soup. Yeah. That's how it was too, man. I always try to be considerate, you know, about putting little things like that you know just mm-hmm. because if you were trying to sleep or something would you really want somebody just 10 o'clock 11 o'clock starting up a blender yeah <laughs> right like you the know? asshole the asshole that comes home from work <laughs> from like at 11 o'clock and yeah puts on, puts on music just for an hour but it's like yeah it's got yeah. too much bass and it's fucking with your yeah. rhythm yeah or it's music that you just absolutely hate yeah right <laughs> so yeah but um, what else is uh, what else has been up? How you doing with uh, retention and shit? Doing good. I'm on a uh, sixty plus days. Um, the only I wouldn't say negative, but I really sleeping is not what it used to be for me. Like I literally really can't sleep anymore. Hmm. Like the last nights I've literally been waking up sweating like all night 
and that's never really happened before. And like, I know why it's because of this retention, because I have so much extra energy. It's translating into body heat, and it's raising my body temperature. So whenever I go to sleep, I usually am like waking up in night sweats. So what what I'm translating that to is looking at it for the positives. What it really is is I'm not supposed to sleep for that long. I can't sleep how I used to sleep because I have so much energy now. I was just used to going to sleep, you know, even if I was kind of tired, you know, I would just go to sleep and just think I'm asleep all night. That was whenever I wasn't retaining and I didn't have all this energy. Now that I do, I can't sleep that long. Mm -hmm. My body won't. My body literally won't let there's no way. That's wild, man. You know, it's, you know, it's uh, not like it's comparable, but like I haven't been on semen retention for a long time and I also can't sleep. Like I'm getting, well, but like I, I think said, it's, it's all different, I could right? sleep if it wasn't, like I'm saying, it's different when you're waking up sweating. Like that shit is uncomfortable. Like you literally, you literally don't even want to fucking sleep because that is the most uncomfortable mm-hmm. shit ever like if i just if i just woke up in the middle of the night i mean i could probably make myself eventually go back to sleep but once you keep waking up in that manner you know in that way you really you know something you're like i don't want to keep doing you know it's so uncomfortable so just Mm kind of got to change up some of some of my old habits but it's only been positive man but like what what could you change up to fix that um like i said just really what i think that it is is i've been sleeping i sleep i'm sleeping like i don't have all this energy so what i think is i have to sleep for less time and it won't happen Mm -hmm. because my body won't be just in a sense sitting or laying you know, in me in such a, a you know, REM, REM type sleep for a long time. Because I feel like that's what it is. Because if I just take a nap or something, it doesn't happen. It's only whenever I'm in REM sleep, deep, deep sleep for a long time. That's when it happens. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like it's my body telling me, you don't need as much sleep anymore. You really don't need that much sleep. You have all this energy now. Just stay up. You know, that's, meditate that's it, for man. hours. Something, do something. Because. <laughs> Learn to function on less sleep. Yeah, that's what I'm, exactly. But like um, I said, I'm really just going off my old programming of me just sleeping throughout the whole night, you know, and waking up rested like that. But I needed that sleep before. <laughs> I didn't have all this energy. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's what I needed. So it's just new programming. You know, I have to integrate into my being, which is always a positive thing. Mm-hmm. When, yeah. um, when would you say this started? Um, I would say it probably started whenever I was uh, like 
45, 50 days in. Okay. Something like that. So, like 10, <laughs> almost two weeks ago? Yeah, two, three, two, three. I'd say yeah, two and a half, three weeks in a okay. sense, because it would, it would happen kind of when, whenever I was at my, obviously, I just moved out, but whenever I was just still staying at my place, it would happen, um, like I said, about three weeks ago or something like that. So it's been happening for a little bit now, but it's been off and on. But like I said, the longer I go, the more frequent it looks to happen whenever I just want to sleep like I used to. So, right. I'm just kind of, I'm just really kind of listening to my body. telling me I don't need a sleep. I only need literally a couple hours. Good. I can sleep you through the whole day. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the whole point, right? Is exactly. you gotta the very the very first step is to listen to your body. Exactly. It's it's the thing that knows. Like, I don't understand why we force our bodies to do half of the shit that we force it to do. Right. Exactly. Like, it's okay. So it's it. Think about think about how much control you actually have on your body. What? How much control do you actually think you have on your body? I think all of it. Nah, man. Are you right now controlling how much is going into your kidneys and getting released into the system to say, hey, dude, we need to pee this out? Are you right now, can you tell me how much you have in your bladder? No, right? but you can put in yeah, as I've, much. No, I know that. But what I'm saying more. is, no, no. But uh, the point that I'm getting to is you have, you don't have any control on your body. You have control on how to dictate what it can do. See that that that's kind of what I was saying. You have some type. I see right. what you're saying. Right, but the we thing have is, some type. but but what I'm saying is now start really thinking about that. We are controlling something that is alive and breathing, but isn't ours. Exactly. So like we force it to do things, and it obliges because it has no fucking choice. Exactly. It's either going to get yelled at by us for not doing what it's supposed to do and feeling bad about it, right? Like. Dude, there's so many components to it that we just don't pay attention to, and it sucks, right? Yeah. We treat the body like shit when we really should be treating the body like it's the, a temple. Yeah. Right? 100%. So, like, walk into the grocery store and walk up every single aisle and see if your body actually wants to take it in. The more that you get rid of something, the less it's going to want. So, like, for you, the less, oh, that's also another thing. Because you're not having as much sugar your body is finding all of your stored sugar and probably going to town on it. Mm-hmm. Which could also be the reason why you have so much energy and why you're sweating at night. Possibly so, because I'm not running off that. That's true. I'm not running off that. That does make sense, actually. Right, so... Right, like, there's, there's so many... That's the thing, dude. There's too many variables. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I I agree. I agree. That's why I don't try and break them all down. I just try and, you know, what I can decipher from myself that makes sense to me. You know. Right. All right, man. I just got to cut up the 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 carrots for this dish. So usually, uh, sounds like you usually always cook your own food. 
I try, you know, man. I'm lazy, though. I went and had pho yesterday. Oh, or, or, like, fa. I don't know what the fuck uh, you want to call it. But it was, you know, I had the soup. Okay. It's delicious as shit, man. What, what have, kind of place is that? Um, it's Vietnamese. Okay. Right? E? Yeah. Yeah, it's Vietnamese, and it's absolutely delicious, and more people should eat it. I was say I, I would try it. Yeah, man, it's worth it. Ooh, my it is. Called pho, f o f o, p h o. Oh, p o p. Okay, p h o. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Is there is there is there some in the states or is it just over there? Should there? be, dude. There should be like, it's the equivalency, like in my opinion, of like it's a different type of ramen, like from okay. a white from a white person's uncultured perspective. That's what it yeah. kind of feels like to me, uh-huh. right? It's a rice noodle with a broth and vegetables. Okay. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, dude. The broth is amazing. Mm-hmm. Right, so. look up. There might be one here. I'm, oh. trying. I'm definitely going to tell you. Dude, I hope so. Uh, I would love to. Like, do you guys have um, Japanese places there? Yeah. And you should have Chinese, right? So pho should be there yeah. too. Yeah. Or pho. Even even if you have to take like a 30-minute drive, it might be worth it. Yeah. I mean, like I said, just to try it and see. Mm-hmm. Of course. Right? But yeah, if you've, ever had, if you've ever had ramen before, or ramen, mm-hmm. it's similar. Okay. Definitely need to try it, man. Like I said, I'm going a, I'm to a research it and see if we got one here. Um, no, man. What uh, What about you? Anything new? Anything, uh, any new uh, journeys you're embarking on? And <laughs> Always, man. Always. I. Uh, but I'll get to that in a second. Okay. I just want to get these carrots done. But I uh, had a good workout today. That's good. What'd you do? Um, just arms. So like shoulders, biceps, and tries. And it was. Uh, you know, I spent like 40 minutes, 40, 45 minutes. Um, I do about, actually, I spent more than that because I did, uh, I do about 10 minutes on the treadmill just walking fast. I do too. That's good. Right. Just to warm up the body. Then I do my, uh, I don't, I don't take breaks, right? Like I, I go from machine to machine to machine or from like weight to weight to weight and from like exercise to exercise because I feel like. Um, cause I do biceps, I do biceps, triceps and shoulders as like one set, right. But not at the same time. So like I'll do a bicep exercise, I'll do a tricep exercise and I'll do a, um, like a shoulder exercise, right. So like three different exercises, right. But I'll consider that like one set, like one revolution of my exercise. So, and then like the way that I look at it is by the time that I get back to my biceps, I've already rested them for like at least two times, right? So they should be ready to go for um, the next. Yeah. Right. So, and then I, um, I do that three times. So I do like three different sets of shoulders, biceps and triceps. So like in a sense, nine exercises in total. And then I spent 15 minutes on the bike, I think writing an email and... I went into the sauna, hot tub, and steam room. 
for like 45 minutes and then I came home. That's good, man. And like, that's just an average basic workout. Like that's nothing special, right? Like when I did, but I did like work up like a great, like I haven't had like a great sweat yet. Uh Like a really good, like shirt can't fucking peel off kind or it has to peel like it peels off kind of sweat. I haven't had that yet. Um, but I did get like a nice sweat going on the bike today and it was great. It's good. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, man, as long as, uh, it doesn't actually matter how long exactly you're in the gym because some people I'm telling you are in the gym for two hours and don't get as good workout as you maybe four or five minutes. Yeah. He, what you were saying is rest how much you rest because how little how how much you rest you your workout is right there. You don't rest that much. I mean you're doing an intense workout. If you mm-hmm. rest a lot, that means your workout's not that easy. Well it really depends on like I think what you're doing, like I never max out. Right, so I still have I would still have more reps and I could still lift more weight. I right? never max out either. Ma- right. Maxing out, honestly, you have to be careful because that's when you can start really breaking down your muscles so much. You might, I mean, yeah, you really have to be careful, <laughs> dude. Dude, I am I am not going to the gym to get injured. Yeah, I'm going exactly. I'm going to the gym. I'm not even, dude. I'm not even going to the gym to get in shape going to the gym because I have too much time on my hands and I have nobody to hang out with. Right? And that's okay. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Dude, it's, it's, I'm, getting, I'm getting in shape in a healthy body by like just passing time. Whereas exactly. like some people need to like make time to do it. Yeah. Right? Their, their schedules exactly. are so busy that they can't even like find time to go to the gym. Exactly. Which I don't, I don't really understand how that's possible, but they they figured it out. They they figured out how to get their schedule so busy that they can't even do that. I'm almost done. Almost done. God, that looks good just as it is, just like, um, just like the carrots, ginger, and onions and garlic. Yeah, on their own, just look great. Because it's just like a collection of like yellows and uh, yellow, white, and orange. Mm -hmm. So it looks pretty cool. And then something to keep in mind, always, always, always keep your vegetable scraps. Put them in like a freezer bag. And then um, make a broth out of them when you get enough. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So like save it up. Like if your mom cooks anything, save all of that. Right. Save everything you possibly can. Right. And then use it later. Just get some water, boil it and put it into a broth. Or turn it into a broth, I guess. Yeah. Right. So like, yeah. And like everything. So onions, garlic, but like peppers. If you like, if there's anything on the pepper that you toss out, keep that. If there's anything on, 
whatever other vegetables you use, even if like you peel potatoes, keep those, right? You never know. Oh yeah. You never Some have enough. I'm actually gonna start doing that because I definitely did not before. So, dude, I learned I learned that from meat eaters. Really? No vegetarian has ever told me to keep the scraps. Wow, because they put it the meat. Well, they, yeah, well, the, the, the people that, like, I, I, I learned it from Casey's grandma, who okay. was just like, no, keep that stuff and put it into your, to your vegetable stock. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, that's smart. Like, you know, the, she was like, yeah, the seeds from um, peppers are really good mm. for broth. Yeah, like a whole bunch, right? So you just, you put it all in there. And then when it's time to, yeah, that looks ready. Okay. I just got to put the broth in this and then it's got 25 minutes at least. Oh, dude. How do you, how do you, pardon? How do you cook it? In a frying pan slash whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Like sauce, not a saucepan, but yeah, it's a skillet or whatever you want to call them. That, yeah, I'm saying that's how I usually cook too. I know some people use like the crock pots or instant pots well, or things like that. It's so. uh, yeah, I don't I don't have an instant pot. And, Neither do I. Neither do. And uh, some soups are good with the um, with a like a crock like a saucepan like or a sauce pot or whatever yeah. it is. And huh. this one, this the recipe said to cook it on a skillet, hmm. like a really large skillet, and. So that's what I followed. And now I have to get it yeah. up to boil. And then it's 25 minutes and I should be able to blend it and we're good. Dude, that should be a nice dinner, my man. Oh, Healthy. Hell yeah. And home cooked and as, exactly. as, organic, exactly. as organic as possible. Exactly. So, you know, no complaints. The worst part about the, wor- the worst thing that's going to go into that soup is probably the sleeve of crackers. Like soda soda crackers that I'm gonna put in it because I like it a little bit thicker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I just I don't necessarily really talk like to talk about like new information stuff in front of like other people that don't quite know. Mm-hmm. So like my roommate doesn't really know everything about me, and that's okay, right? There's they don't they don't care to. Mm-hmm. But. I haven't. Remember how I told you about the the lady from China? Yeah. Uh-huh. I haven't heard. I haven't heard from her in seven days. Gotcha. So it's kind of like, um, not necessarily like it's it's weird because like, in other times I'd be super panicked and paranoid, but really it's just I'm losing my patience on waiting around for someone to pay attention to me. But she's also away. Right. And she should be coming back in the next couple of like she should be back by tomorrow. Is my Uh guess. But it's very possible that I won't hear from her until Sunday night or Monday. And Hmm. if it gets to that, like if she if she gets back and she doesn't message me within like a day of her being back, more than likely, I'm just going to move on. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think it's fair to wait around for someone that 
when they get home, if they really care about me, doesn't message me right away. When there's tons of women right now that want to fucking talk to me. Yeah. Like I'm cutting out a bunch of people just because I want to make sure that I'm honorable with her. Because why give up a good thing if you just have to wait a little bit? But I'm not going to put up with this shit if it continues this way because that's unfair to me. So, So I've been making preparations. And one of the things that I've been considering is becoming a private English teacher in China for the ladies on the site that I'm on and like teaching them how to do English while being like a casual companion with them. So while I'm there, I'm teaching them English. I'm like not as attached or involved as like I could be. So like really the idea is this, I go there, we have companionship. I keep them company. Um, I teach them English but I, it's open to them also going off and finding a companion that they really, really want. And um, if it, like, I, I would go to the length of even helping them respond to guys better online, if you know what I mean. Like, let's say that someone messages them and they get it uh-huh. back and they're just like, I don't know what this means. I can interpret it, say, right, I can be like, this is what this person is saying. And they'd be like, what do I say back? And I'm like, okay, well, you can say this. This is what this means. Mm -hmm. Right. And like, I can coach them, but at the same time, still be like in a non-committed relationship with them, make them feel good. Um, Be like, in a sense, quote, their boyfriend when I'm there and they can come here and they could be my quote girlfriend while I'm here. We can go on dates. We can do all of the things that normal couples do, but it's open to the idea that once my contract of English is done, we have to, we make a decision on whether or not we want to stay together as a couple or I move on to another female and they are now fluent in English. And this is like a business for you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. 100 percent, and i get compensated for my time like i don't pay for anything right well i pay for like some stuff but like if it's accommodations and they want me to stay with them then i stay with them right and dude i'm talking about like not settling for like average you know how like people just set it settle for money and just like okay yeah bring it in let's just do this or let's just do that i'm not gonna settle i'm going to go for women that i'm attracted to i'm going to go for you know women that are open to um all of the stuff like dating um hanging out shopping all of those things including having sex right that has to be a part of it right and like you know i'll even open them up that way too which is you know like for western men really really good right and and that would be the whole thing would be like i'm preparing them for western men because they don't want to date fucking chinese people anymore or whatever it is right yeah and then the i but but where it would get like better is if I could get that going and like test the waters and be like, yeah, this is the direction I can get other people. Even Casey would go for it. And I just been like, come to China for like six months and teach this girl English. Yeah. Right. And they'd be up for it too. You find the right Chinese women, you find the right dudes, you put them together and it's like, it's not an actual like relationship relationship until you guys decide here are the terms and conditions. Do you want to be a part of this? And I think 
a bunch of them over there would go for it. Hmm. Dude, I think that's a great idea, honestly, though. Right. Because think how many, think how many people want to learn English over there. And like you said, if you could provide that service, you know, and it could be kind of tiered, like you said, in a relationship, in the same type, yeah, you know, type way. I mean, dude, you, that could work. Mm-hmm. I, I 100%. That's a good idea. Right. I was thinking 100%. about it. I was thinking about it, trying to understand, like, okay, if things don't work out with this female, what do I really want to do? And I was like, there's tons of these women that don't speak English well, that if they did, they could actually land a good guy and be on their way. And I was like, okay, so how do I win out of that? And I was like, okay, there has to be some form of companionship. It can't just be cash-based. There has to be some sort of, like, intimacy, Right. So like, dude, I'm also going to teach them English through like sex and stuff. Right. Like, like a whole bunch of different like areas of life. Like we'll cook together, but we'll cook in English. Right. Like there'll be times that like they'll only be, you know, like how in, in, in language class, you could only speak the language sometimes. Fuck. Are you still yeah. right? Um, it'll be the same, right? They'll only be able to speak English. Right? Those So they can really, yeah, so they can really learn it. Yeah. So they can really get that. You know, look at a kid. Mm-hmm. A kid does not even know their language. Think about that. We don't even understand that. They don't even know what the fuck language is. But if you are Chinese, what the fuck is that kid going to speak? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's really true. They don't even know language. But they know how to repeat something in repetition. That's how right. we fucking learn is through repetition. Yeah. yeah. And and then we slowly understand what it means and then we bring that into exactly. vocabulary and we exactly. start using it. Exactly. Right. So I think yeah. that's the best way for them to learn is to not even like base it on any type of Chinese. Like not go like yeah. this means this. I'm just gonna be like, no 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 no. Apple. Don't yeah. worry about what it means in your language. Apple. This is what it means exactly. in my language. That's all you need to know. Mm-hmm. Right? And then the final, like, their big test would be coming here. And um, basically, you know, like, meeting all my friends. And we'd go out and do stuff. But they would have to do it all in English. Yeah. Right? But because there's such an Asian-based society here, they would feel more comfortable still. Mm-hmm. But because I won't tutor anybody that I'm not attracted to, I can introduce them to my parents. I can do all of those things. And when our contract ends and and it's over, I can just be like, yeah, we split up, but I'm dating this one now. Yeah. Right? And it's just going to be another student and whatnot. But that's only if things don't work out with this other person. And the thing that I'm flip-flopping about is, when is enough enough? When have I waited enough to go? If I wait anymore, I've just attached myself to another unavailable person. And that's not going to work for me in the long run. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather connect and be the un, like semi unavailable person, but still like, dude, I will be more available to these women as a student slash or teacher slash mentor slash companion 
than most people would be as their boyfriends. I will treat them better than most people will. They just won't be able to have me as their sole companion. Mm-hmm. They'll have to share. Yeah. They'll ha- if, if this one falls through, they'll have to share me and fight for me. Yeah. Okay. Shit, I hear it, my man. I hear it. Right. Shit, set it up how you want to set it up, man. That's right, dude. Right. You got to be creative with it. That sounds good, though. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hold on. Oh, man. That smoothie went down like a charm. I bet, man. I love making smoothies. Smoothies are amazing. Mm-hmm. I made one uh, yesterday. Um, I, I just actually put bananas in mine and protein powder and water. And I mean, it tasted great mm-hmm. just like that. So you don't well, got to do too much, honestly, to really have it tasting good and healthy and energy, protein. That's right, man. All of that, man. Uh, dude, banana goes a long way. Yeah, dude, I love bananas. Bananas do taste really good. Mm-hmm. And, and they're, they're really good for shakes. Because um, they're already kind of mushy, so it's just you know they blend just easy. They're like real easy to blend up. So, like apples and different things like that, they're they're just like the peel and things like that. It might not uh, right. blend as good. You, you know what I'm but saying? But like apple, so, yeah, banana. But like a peeled apple blends okay. Yeah, exactly. If you peel it, of yeah. course. But bananas yeah. is just way too easy to peel to not put in a smoothie. Exactly. Like if you exactly. if you can't put a banana in a smoothie, simply like if you don't like it, that's one thing. But if it's yeah. just sheer laziness yeah. that you're not putting it in, oh man, you're missing out on something so good. Yeah, because literally it takes one second to peel a banana. Exactly. Oh yeah, it takes no time at all to peel a banana. Yeah. And if you can't yeah, if you can't do it, what is your problem? Yeah. True, man. Right. And I was thinking too, like, man, more more people should drink protein shakes. Maybe people would have more fucking energy throughout the day. Where you're not as sluggish, right? Yeah. That's the whole thing. Like we we are we we don't quite understand, but we are liquid based beings. Yeah. Right? And so the majority of our diet should be liquid based. Yeah. Right, which is why I started to get more and more into like soups and smoothies mm-hmm. and juices. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Is because they're liquid based and they don't slow me down. I still feel great. Exactly. They're not as dense. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So I feel lighter. Yeah. Life feels good. Right. So but um but yeah, dude, that uh like don't get me wrong. I'm super excited that I may have found somebody that as long as they say, okay, yeah, let's go for it. Dude, I might have a companion for life. I don't have to work at shit anymore, right? I get to spend whatever time I want to in China. She gets to spend whatever time she wants to here. We get to spend whatever time we want to all over the place as long as we work for it, right? And as long as we care about each other, love each other, and are working towards the same thing and give each other attention... I'm 100% in, right? Because me and this me and this lady connect on a deeper level than just looks, right? Yeah. So, like, I just need to hear from her again 
to remember what that felt like because I haven't heard from her enough to have that ingrained in me going, yes, right? So on the flip side, I'm just as excited or like maybe a little bit like 51% her, 49% like, or 51% excited and like really wanting it to like succeed and and pass. And like, there's 49% of me that is like, dude, if you fail, this backup plan isn't that bad either. Yeah, exactly. Right? Because I'll still land an Asian, quote, girlfriend, right? That will still, like, all of that will be in place, right? But it'll just look differently. And Mm -hmm. if I didn't come up with that dude, I would have gone in fucking sane. Because not talking to this chick has basically, you know how I told told you that I'm going through, like, a second puberty? Mm -hmm. Do you remember what puberty was like as a kid? I mean, honestly, 50-50. But, like, the hormones, dude, just the sheer, like... Oh, yeah, hormones, yeah. Right, like, seeing something and wanting to, like, conquer it. Uh Right, whether it be, you know, a female which makes them an object or it's, like, winning in a basketball game or, like, just, like, conquering land or doing really well in, like, you know, like, that male just conquering attitude. I have Mm -hmm. that back again. And it feels really, really good to have. I just Mm -hmm. want to direct it in a certain way. And being in limbo with that was really fucking with my head. Yeah. Right? Not having someone that I wanted to talk to to talk to. Right? All the while, these chicks on this site keep messaging me wanting my attention. Mm -hmm. Right? And so, like, having that but not being able to talk to her... Um, all the while going through like the second puberty, um, working out again. So like that's building everything, dude. All I wanted to do was have sex all the time. And I'm completely loyal to the point that if like with this lady, I won't really, in a sense, entertain anybody else in like a companionship. Like if I meet anybody, even if I'm into them, I will say that I'm not looking for anything serious right now. And that like, if I do change my mind, if I become available, then I will. But like for right now, I just don't consider myself like I consider myself single, but like not as single as I really think I should be. Yeah. Right. Because like me and this lady haven't even committed to anything. It's just how my programming works. Uh Right. Where, Um, The moment that I, in a sense, not necessarily commit, but narrow it down to one person, I'm loyal to them until they or or I decide to move on. So I've talked to like a couple of the chicks on the site, but not in a let's go out type thing, but more in a because they keep messaging me and I'm like, hey, look. If things fall through with the one that I'm talking to, then maybe we can talk. But until then, you may want to go and talk to somebody else. Yeah. Right. Don't waste your time. Yeah, exactly. Right. I don't want to like. Exactly. I don't want to do that to somebody and I don't like it done to me. Yeah. Right. So, you know, that's. But other than that, I've been super, super good. Right. Like I have. 
I haven't talked to, I really haven't engaged any females here. It's only online, really only on that site. And it's really only because I'm waiting for her to return because dude, seven days, not really talking to anybody when you're single, when you're horny, when you want to talk to people is not fun. Mm -hmm. Right. So I feel like I've done really, really good. And I'm just basically waiting for this person to come back and just be like, okay, what's the next step? Yeah. Right. But if she doesn't get back to, if she's home and she doesn't get back to me until after the weekend, then I'm just going to move on and she can join in with the rest of them. And if she wins my heart back, then we're cool. But if not, she's had every opportunity to close me as a human being, dude. Yeah. She has like, dude, if you know someone wants to buy insurance, right? When do you sell them on that insurance? That day. That day, that moment, right? Right? You at least get it in their head that I'm going to give you a call back later when I have all of the numbers that you need and I will let you know. And if you still want to go ahead with it, I think we should do it right then. Exactly. Right? And so, like, that's where I'm at, right? I just want to know, are we moving forward to the next stage or should I go back and start talking to other people that want to give me attention? Exactly. Of course. Right? But I've given her, like, if anything, I've shown her that I am completely, like, faithful to that degree. Dude, that just shows your character, you know? It just truly shows your character. You know, and how you carry yourself as a person. Right? Because I'm just like every other dude. Right? I see a good-looking woman, and I'm just like, yeah, okay. I just don't say it. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't... Yeah. If you know what I mean, right? Like, that's not... Yeah. I, I feel like it's it's disrespectful to women to do that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Right? Whereas, um, I don't know. But, like, you know, on the flip side, dude, a lot of my shit's, like, based on, like, programs, too, right? Like, never really been in a true relationship as a, like, as an adult. I had, like, relationships in, like, high school, but that I don't think really counts, right? So, you know, I'm just basically doing my best to learn as I go. And the toughest part that I've found is... Letting people go when you know that you're not going to be able to give everything that they need. Yeah. Right. Instead of being completely selfish about like what you want, looking into it going, oh, shit, you want so much more that I can't offer you. I still like you and I still think you're great, but, you know, we got it. We got to say goodbye. Yeah. Right. And, you know, like I've had to learn that along the way and it's always tough, but it's always nice to get in return when it's happening to you. Yeah. Right. And even though it sucks at the time, dude, like I would much rather be let go by somebody being honest and saying, look, I think you're a great person. I just don't have the time to spend with you. I would rather that than somebody saying like saying yeah you know what i will i will yeah no worries i will i will yeah we can 
you know, like I'll not necessarily change, but I will, um, I'll organize my life so that I can actually talk to you. Yeah. But not meaning that. Right. And still just doing whatever they're doing, but giving you like voice value. Right. Or just like giving you like, vo- like basically like shutting you up by saying they'll, that they'll do something, but it's not really that they're going to do it. Exactly. Right. I would rather you be honest with me and just say, look, yours, you're, you're in a sense in my life, less than 0% per day. And if you need more than that, I can't be with you. Mm-hmm. Right. Because that's the real fucking look at it, dude. If you can't talk to somebody every single day, they're less than 1% of your life. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, and, and not even that, but like they're like, and that's only 10 minutes a day. Right. Mm-hmm. So on that, right. That's what the truth is. Like if, if somebody needs you to talk to them every single day for at least 10 minutes, and you can't do that. It's on you to be like, I can't do this. Yeah. Right. It's not on them to just walk away. It's also on you to like, or, <coughs> you know, like as, as just a decent human being to, to let them go. Right. Because most people that are holding on to relationships where it's unbalanced or the other person is unavailable, they're holding on to it in hopes that that person will eventually become available, will want to, will see the value in that person and go, this is who I want to be with and like go all in and change their life so that they can actually legitimately be with them, like be with that person. Right. And yeah. and somebody that doesn't want to be with them won't. Right. Someone that someone that is just okay with where things are. Like it's I don't know, dude. It's it's weird how I look at relationships and I gotta blow my goddamn nose. Oh man. I've been doing that shit all fucking day long. <laughs> But, like, I don't know about you, but when one side, like, I can't breathe the best of times. So, when I get something in there, when it needs to be blown, I can barely breathe when I'm talking. Oh, actually, I'm the same way. Right. And now to do this. Haven't trimmed my nails in a while, either. God, I hate the sound of this. I remember getting so mad at Casey once because he started doing it at the table. And I was like, nah, dude, we don't, we don't, we don't do that like that. Oh my God. He said, nah, man, we don't roll that way at the table. Nah, man, that's no matter how dirty the table is, you do not clip your nails at the table. And then two, (laughs) dude, I don't like the sound of me doing it. So I definitely don't like the sound of somebody else doing it. Um, Yep. Right. Oh man, this is gonna be so good. The soup. Oh man, I I smell it from here, mm-hmm. dude. <laughs> it is, it's dope, man. It's super, it's and it's super easy to make too. Yeah, it didn't sound like uh, you know, it had too many ingredients. 
Um, and it's got five? It's got, um, well, like, um, let's say they say to use coconut oil, but you can really use any oil that you can cook at a high temperature at, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so I mix like grapeseed oil and coconut oil together. Um, and then a medium onion, a clove of garlic, or no, like a, like a whole like thing of garlic, like all of it, right? Like what you'd buy at the store. So I don't know if that's a clove or if that's just like whatever, but you'd have that, you have a pound of carrots, you have, um, you want three tablespoons of ginger, but you can just buy a clump and toss it in, right? Like, yeah. well, like chop it up and toss it in. And then um, the last ingredient is your broth. So you can put water in it if you just want to, or you can put a veggie broth in it if you want to, right? Or you can make your own broth. You just need to have a certain amount and that's it. Five ingredients all into one pan and you're off to the races. I'm definitely going to have to make that. Sounds good, especially if I'm feeling under the weather. It feels like that would make me feel a lot better right there. 100%, dude. Oh, dude, Truly. dude, the ginger in it and the garlic and all of it would yeah. be amazing. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. He opened the fuck up. Oh, dude. Garlic. <laughs> 100%, man. Yeah. And like, like I said, man, it doesn't take that long to make. Yeah. Right. And as long as you have a blender, you're good. Oh, yeah. Do have one of those. Pretty nice one here, so. I'm pretty good there. Ah, you're set then, man. Right? And then yeah. and then at the end of the day, it just comes down to how lazy you are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right? And what excuses you make up for yourself of why you shouldn't do it or why not to do it. Yeah. Right? But other than that, so let's see. Really, in all honesty, dude, um, besides like business picking up sometimes and then slowing down others. Like I may have connected with, there's always, um, and any business, there's always the perspective opportunities that come about that you hope that even if you get one of them, that's like, it, it increases like whatever you do by a bunch, right? That's what you want. So like I have one buddy who could put in like, an order a week and most of my people put in an order a month. Wow. Right. Another guy could put in at least two to three orders a week. And then another guy could probably do in between that. So I could probably, I have the potential of gaining like of, of gaining an additional 20 orders a month. And that's what I've been working on. And is this from like uh, friends of friends? Yeah. It's, it's all see, it's all internet. That's, that's yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. That, and that's, that's what I would say. Once you have something, a product that sells, you know, that, that people want, word of mouth is always going to do the job. Yeah. You know, honestly. And the thing is, is that we keep it so we keep it so quiet that people just slowly start finding out about it. And my favorite part is when somebody like bumps into us or like bumps into me and sees my buddy eating one. He's just like, I get those, too. And my buddy.
they get them from. And they're like, oh, I get them from this site. And my buddy is just like, that guy right there? And they're just like, yeah. He's like, that's the one that created them and makes them. And I instantly gain I instantly gain a new client through that guy. Dope, man. Yeah. Like, he gains a client in a sense, too. Right? Because yeah. that guy switches over. But I take, I take the big accounts and he takes the smaller ones so that he makes money off of it. Right? Because, like, I'll that's sell it to him for cheaper. Right. And then he'll offload it to his buddies for like maybe adds in like 50 cents a piece. Right. So on 50 bucks, that's 50 or on a on hundred bucks, that's 50 bucks for him. Right. I think. No, wait. Everybody on a hundred pieces, that's 50 bucks for him. But yeah. on the, the idea and the goal is to get people to be able to get either money off of it or get theirs for free. Mm-hmm. Right. So each. Each one, if he can make 50 cents off of it, for every four that he sells, he gets one for free. Mm-hmm. Right? Those kind of things, right? So, right? Yeah. And I don't set people's prices. I set what I sell to them. So mm-hmm. other people buy off of me, get them for 2 to 250 and they sell it to their friends for like 6 bucks, And make like 350 to $4 profit off of it. And that's still cheaper than where they'd be getting it elsewhere. But I don't have the avenue to get that amount. I have the avenue to get a little bit, right? But it doesn't matter because it all builds towards somewhere. And the goal is, dude, the goal isn't to build like a massive cannabis business. The goal is to have everything that I need to be paid for where I live so I can go and, and give me extra spending cash so I can go other places and do whatever the fuck I want. Like, exactly. go to China and go be with this girl for like six months and not worry about shit. Yeah. Come back. And if I want to work, I can go to the kitchen and do shit and I can earn extra money. But if I don't want to work, I can do other shit. And I mean, the biggest thing is you're not working for anybody else. That's right. That's, that's, that's the biggest that, thing right there, man. That is, dude, I do not want to yeah. be working for somebody else. Yeah, I am. So that stress factor is is not there, you know. No, Nobody's, no. Oh, be here at that time, but oh, you didn't come in, and it's fucking snowing. <laughs> you know, so right. That's a blessing. That's a blessing, my man. Yeah, truly. Oh, dude, I love truly it. Is. I love it. Right, and and the thing is, is that I had to fight for ten years to get there. Yeah. Right, I struggled, man. It's not like. Like, I'm doing okay now, but, like, dude, my 20s was tough. My early 30s to, like, mid-30s were tough, right? I'm just slowly starting to, like, really get into, like, my groove now. And I'm almost 40, which, when I was a kid, I thought that was, like, you're about to die. Yeah. Like, 40 was the time when, like, your life, if you didn't have anything figured out, you probably should just kill yourself. As bad as that sounds, right? That's what I had in my head. And I'm going, yeah. dude, I'm going into my 40s now. And I don't feel any older than you. I'm probably going to be in like a year's time in better shape and health than most 20-year-olds. Right? Or like uh, 20 to 25-year-olds. Yeah. Like something like that. I'll be in like really good shape. Right? I will have, I will more than likely in the next five years be completely retired as a human being. 
right? And being able to do whatever the fuck I want when I want. Yeah. And um, I will still feel like I'm 25 years old. Right? Like, truly, man, age is just a number. It is. Right? Because if you feel feel like you're 70, then you're 70. But if you're 40, you feel like you're 20, then you're 20. That's why it's you have to tell yourself how you feel. Yeah. It's not about what age you are, it's how you feel. That's literally it. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you are active in in and you know, just somewhat eating healthy, you know, just all these things, you're probably not gonna feel like your age in a sense. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Feel like because I feel like you're not. Because age is just a number. It is. To the degree that at any moment, at any time in the day, you can die. Exactly. At any age. At any age. So how, how, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. There could be a 20-year-old that dies way before you. And, and like, what are we basing that you off know? of? Like, we're basing it off of one measurement. Your age is based off of a measurement of the sun going exactly. around the, or the earth going around the sun. Exactly. That's what it's based off of. Like, that's weird. In a way, like, isn't that just bizarre to do? Like, yeah, it's not. It's not like based off experience at all. It's just based upon that, right? It's that just, is. It's based. Yeah. Right. We base it off of something that can be changing at any moment. We really exactly. don't know. We have no clue. Exactly. We we barely measure days. So we say that they're like sixty seconds and sixty minutes and like six, twenty-four hours and you know three hundred sixty-five days. But those are just arbitrary fucking words that we put towards something that we can't explain. Exactly. And then we glorify these things called birthdays right thinking that there's like something special about something that we don't really quite understand yet which is the human body we know next to nothing about it and yet we claim to know so much so you know like it's it's tough for me to to really give a fuck and so like dude I I do my you gotta understand this too okay think about this Chiefs, mm. chiefs of tribes, fuck thirteen-year-old kids because the moment that that girl becomes of age to get pregnant, they want to use those organs and whatnot, and eggs and all of those things to create the next part of the tribe. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, think back in the day, there was nothing wrong with like a 40 or 35 year old man to like deflower as fucked up as it sounds, a 14 year old girl, mm-hmm. right. To get her pregnant so that she could then pass on the next genes for the tribe. Now mm-hmm. think about how hard it is for us to get out genetics through DNA. Yeah. Right. It takes generations after generations after generations. So of course, like dude, the human expectancy has only risen to this degree because we've evolved technology, like technologically. 100%. Right. But before people were dying at the age of like 40. Yeah. Midlife 
I'm probably at midlife right now, but midlife back in the day was your age. You're already yeah. half, you're already, you're lucky to be alive right now, but you're already half dead. Right? You're already, like, think about how, like, think about how old you are. Yeah, one second. What's up? Ooh, ee. Thank you. Roommate gave me this peanut butter treat, but not like a Reese peanut butter cup, like a dessert. Oh. I'll snap a I'll snap a photo before I eat it and send it to you. Cause it does oh, look eat. it does, man. Like so going um off tangent a little bit, I've told you this, right? Like I'm not a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Right? People yeah, would, you said I you eat, don't have any labels. That's right. I eat what the fuck I want. I have no clue what's in this thing, dude. I have no clue. It could be filled with like some it could it could have human stem cells in it. And I'm probably still <laughs> gonna eat it. Yeah. Because I don't know. Um, but like going, going back, 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 I have, I have no problem dating people in their twenties as long as we fit the same maturity level. Yeah. Like literally dude, like the last girl that I was going after was 22 because I was okay with that. I really liked her. I thought she was all right. And dude, for the longest time, I allowed societal norms, which are conditional norms set in place by human beings that wanted to control populations to tell you, you can't go with this person. You have to go with that person. Right. But like, dude, the, the one I'm interested in right now is 28. She probably, if you saw her, you would think that she's your age. Because Chinese women look young. Yeah. I'm about to say they do. Right? Like, they have those genetics where they just look super young. But, but, but what's interesting, though, is that a lot of the 19, 20-year-olds also look like the 30-year-olds. Really? Right? Because they don't look that different in age, man. I can't tell. When I'm on that site, dude, I can't tell what age they are. I play, like, a guessing game going, okay, she's 25. And no, 32. I was like, holy shit. It's insane, right? And it's taught me that the real hangups that we have are the West, dude. The West have so many hangups. And, dude, Western women, no offense to a lot of them, they are the worst. Like, the literal worst people I've ever, like, out of, like, women that I've talked to and associated with, they are the worst that I've ever had, like, time with. I mean, obviously, me too. Obviously, all that I have, but I mean, obviously, just got out of relationship. So that obviously doesn't mean that it, it, it was the best. It ended good. I mean, so I just feel like the biggest thing with us in the West is we don't appreciate as much as other places and countries do. Mm-hmm. You know, we're so used to everything being handed to us that we don't know how to appreciate. Like, the girl I was with, got paid all the bills, helped her, helped her, but we still fucking argue. Yeah. So how is she appreciated? There's yeah. no fucking way. Exactly, dude. Sadly, she wasn't. That's what I'm saying. Right. Like, like somebody that's else in the country 
probably wouldn't have been dude, like that. Dude, let's say that you hooked up with like a foreigner girl. Yeah. Odds are she's going to have more money than you. Yeah. Not care and help you succeed. Yes. That's so bizarre, yes. dude. Think about dude, now. Yeah. Think about a Western girl who is the flip of that, always bitching at you because you have no money. Right? Constantly mad and like want, like it's so different. It's, and, and, and the like, Eastern girls are more respectful. Yeah. Right? So like, it's a no, it's a no brainer to me. Yeah. Right? And I would, that's again, one of the reasons why I'd want to go over there and be like a private English teacher. Yeah. Because I would be able to like help my friends. Right? Because like the the ones that my friends would want, I would just befriend them. Right? I wouldn't do anything stupid with them. And I would just mm-hmm. get to know them and help them with their English so that they could meet you guys. Right? But like, dude, in all honesty, man, I don't know if I'd ever be able to go back to a Western girl. Mm-hmm. Because, hold on a second, dude. I'm going to go put my phone in the other room. I need to blend this just to make sure the soup turned out. And then I'll be back. Okay? Hold on. All right. Let's see. Oh, that's not bad.
Yo. Yo, yo, yo. Oh man, the soup the soup looks good too, but like dude, it literally looks like frothy throw up too. Oh. Yeah, dude. Like or like like a like a puree that a baby would eat. Right? Like it looks yeah. It's it, well, the it, thing it, is about taste, right? <laughs> and it tastes super good, man. But like it doesn't All it, that matters. It, it doesn't like it's not like it looks gross. It just it's weird. Dude, right? That's like, why that's why I can't eat guacamole like that because it looks like <laughs> fucking throw up. <laughs> I, I, fuck do I feel you on that, dude. I love guacamole it's though. True. I can eat I, guacamole I, I, all it, the time. It's good, but it just just looking at it, you're like, oh my god. <laughs> just not look that appealing, but I mean it tastes good. I like guacamole myself. Dude. But you just got to get over the visual, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But no, man. Okay. So, in the process of us talking, I made soup. That's how easy it is. Yeah. And, and dude, remember, I, uh, we're recording a podcast. We're still working. Exactly. Right? There's no excuse for people. That's true, man. There literally is no excuse except for I don't want to do it. Just exactly. say that. Just admit you don't want to do it. Yeah. Don't make up an excuse like, oh, it was this or it was that. Because all you're doing then is creating a, exactly a lie in your head yeah. that says, um, whenever I do this activity here, I'm now being lazy. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, we turn think – think about, like, all the people that watch TV. Now, yes, watching TV is a lazy act. It can be. But I watch maybe two hours of TV a day, but I also am drawing. Right? So I'm hearing in the background. I'm looking up every once in a while or I'm cooking or I'm doing edibles or something. Right? And sometimes I'll watch like just two hours of TV because I've done a fuck ton of work already. Yeah. Right? I eat it. I I watch it like a reward. Like people eat ice cream as a reward for eating well. Exactly. Right. So like, you know, but then there are the people that just come home from work. They put on the TV and they don't do shit. Yeah. They stop being active. They stop doing anything. And, you know, there's that's those are the people that I would that I, that I get really like hard on about. Yes, there is always time to make soup. I just did it, dude. I just made soup at nine o'clock at night on a Wednesday. Yeah. There is absolutely no excuse. I agree, man. And that's what I told myself. Just like when I, so like, dude, you know what I, you know what agreement I've made with myself that I think has worked out <laughs> super beneficial lately? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless I have a reason, like I'm running behind, 
I always have my gym bag with me. And the moment that I get into my car, I make a deal with myself that before I come home, I'll go to the gym. Mm -hmm. Right. There's no reason for me not to be able to go to the gym. It's almost to the point that I almost want to go get a second bag and just have two bags, like one bag in my car and one bag at home. So that like, even if I forget my gym bag one day, I still have one in my car as a backup. Right. So I have like no excuse at all possible to not go to the gym, except for that. I'm feeling so super fucking lazy. Yeah. Right. That's it, man. Right. And so like I go to the gym and I think I'm benefiting, dude, I'm benefiting for it. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, man. You reap what you sow. You always reap what you sow. Yeah. Right. And, and it's what you see. And it's only been a month. Mm-hmm. It hasn't even been a month yet. All right. But there's this, um, there's a great meme out there for like motivation. Um, it's the, it's the, have you ever heard of the, the 2190 rule? 21, a uh, habit. 21, 21 days, <laughs> 21 days to make a habit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Days to make it into a lifestyle. Hmm. Yeah. Right. So you're 60 to, you're 30 days off from making semen retention a lifestyle change for you. Yeah. Right. That's pretty dope. Wow. Yeah. You're a month away. That perspective. That's true. Right. It's pretty cool. Right. And that's with anything. Right. So, exactly. so I'm 21 days in. So I've made a habit of getting into my vehicle and going to the gym. I've made a habit of it because I've gone at least. And it's, I got, I got my membership on the 23rd and I've gone at least five days a week since then. So I've gone at least 18 times, I would mm-hmm. say to the gym. Right. So, but in the 21 days, you know, like I've built that, I've built the idea that I'm going to go to the gym. Yeah. So even on days that I don't want to, it's only literally like a five minute drive from my house, dude. Like, if I don't go to the gym, I'm an asshole to myself. Right? If I can't, if I can't make it there, there's got to be a reason, right? And, of course. And so, like, I just don't buy into my um, laziness. And then, yeah. on the way home, um, I can go a different way. And I can go to the, um, the grocer's mart up the hill and get fresh groceries for, like, soup and, and shit to make it home. So I go to the mm. I go to the gym and I go and I do my grocery shopping. I think it's one of the best times to go actually grocery shopping is just after the gym. Because even even though you'll hate yourself at night because you won't have the snacks and the treats that you want, you won't buy the snacks and the treats at the the grocery store just after a workout. Yeah, I do. Like, psychologically, uh-huh. you won't let yourself do it. Yeah. Right. Like think, and, think, think about it though. Like you just did, you just finished something that was like super important to you that you struggled for a long time to go and do. And now you're just going to go to a grocery store and ruin it with like junk food. Yeah. That into motion on the same time, because it takes no more effort to go to the grocery store um, at any time of the day 
or go to the grocery store just after the gym. Yeah. Especially if it's along the way. And if you can make that into a yeah. right, if you can make it into a habit, then now you're going to the gym and all you're buying ever is like really good foods unless you go to the grocery store another time and buy junk food, which is always okay. The reason why it's okay is because you are acknowledging and taking responsibility for putting shitty stuff. Exactly. Right. And as long as you look at it like that, like you can't, nobody can be suing Maynard's for making high fructose corn syrup gummies. Right. Exactly. Or like whoever the, I don't know if you guys have Maynard's there. That might be a Canadian brand. Um, I don't, I, I don't think I've heard of them. Yeah, man, it's Canadian. They're delicious though, dude. Mm. Like some of the best candies on earth. <laughs> but they're horrible for you too, man. And they like destroy your teeth and like they go into your system. Like it's fucking, right? But you don't have, like nobody has any right to sue those companies. At all. Of course. Right? Because it's your body, man. You're not taking accountability. You got to. Right? Like, you got to take accountability for what you have. Exactly. Nobody makes you eat that Hershey's, that chocolate bar, that ice cream. You want to. Yeah. You said, which is okay. Just be accountable and tell yourself, this is what I want to do. You know, I don't, it's not because my fucking urges or temptations. This is what I want to fucking do. Yeah. Yep, I choose to do this. Like, I remember being in this course, and the guy was like, do you want to know the difference between a decision and a choice? And everyone was like, sure, tell us. And so he walks around. He's like, okay, I'm going to do this example with you and see if you figure it out first. And if you don't, I'll just let you know. Okay, so in my hands right now are two ice cream cones. One is vanilla, one is chocolate. Which one do you choose? You have to choose one. Like, let's say that you have to choose one or the other. Like, let's say that you yeah. like ice cream okay. or like we can do two different treats that you like, but like you have to choose one. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like, let's say that you like ice cream, chocolate or vanilla. What do you choose? Uh, I choose vanilla. Okay. Why do you choose vanilla? I've just always liked vanilla more than chocolate. Great. So is that a decision or is that a choice? A decision. Right. Okay. So when I said, why did you choose that? Why did you reply back in a decision? Right. You chose it because you chose it and that's it. Mm. Right. That's it. That's the end of the conversation. Right. And that's what the guy told us. He's just like a choice is a choice. You don't, a decision is based on prior information where a choice is a choice. You just choose it and you go with it. And then after that, you make decisions. But a choice is a choice. So like I choose to talk to you because I choose to. Not because it's fun, not because we can get another episode of Waves done. I choose to do it because I choose to. And if you can get to that rudimentary level of choice, life gets a little bit more simple. Mm-hmm. Because you're doing it because you want to do it and only because you want to do it. Yeah. There's no other just like, dude, how do you justify? How do you make up an excuse then? You yeah. chose to do it. You can't make up an excuse. Right. That's your choice. I choose to do it because I choose to do it. 
Yeah. Right? You can't get mad at yourself. You chose to do it. You can only deal with the fucking consequences, right? Like getting mad at yourself for getting in a car accident. Stupid. You got in a car accident. Yeah. Okay. Deal with it. Move the fuck on. Don't get in another car accident. So you cheated on your diet and you had some really shitty food. Get back on your diet. Exactly. Just get back on your diet. Like, who's like, it, it's, are the people at the gym club going to get mad at you for fucking doing like no one's going to get mad at you for, for cheating on your diet except for you. Yeah, you're that's the, actually true. You're the only motherfucker that cares. Most people don't even give a shit. Can I be honest with you? Most people don't want to know. Most people don't give a fuck about other. Think about how many people don't give a fuck about other people being vegan. Nobody wants to know about people's diets, right? Unless they're interested in the shape of that person's body. Yeah. And then we get into diets. But for the most part, the only person that cares that you cheated on your cheat day or that you successfully, like, dude, the only person on the planet that it matters that you've made it 60 days semen retention, 60 days plus semen retention is who? Who is the only person that it matters Me. to? Yeah. Nobody else gives a fuck, right? And if you can come it's to that, really people, true. it is, right? But the thing is, should you think that that is less valuable than anything else? No, of course not. No, man. It's, if anything, nope. to you, it's more valuable. Yeah. Right? So then we go into like another whole realm of going, okay, we put too much emphasis on what other people think is valuable and decrease what we think is valuable. Exactly. Right, which exactly. is something that we got to stop doing too. That doesn't work, right? Choose to do what you want because you want to do it. Deal with the consequences when they fucking happen, right? Move on with life and live for fucking you. But accept that you're the one that's making your choices. You're the one that's making your decisions. You're the one that at the end of the day has to deal with everything that's going on in your life. And you just have to become, for a second okay with that and assess where the fuck you are and then make more choices make different choices that lead you on a different path because guess what happens you end up playing a different part of the game yeah right so like let's say that you quit doing insurance and you got a job somewhere else that led you to another job somewhere else that led you to doing you know like clothing somewhere right like working in like a textiles place or like even this dude, as fucked up as it sounds, you're working in a fabric store. Yeah. Right. But you're able to get cheap discount fabrics that you can then flip to people on the side to make t-shirts for you, which then you can flip to other people to put shit on top of them, which then you can flip to the fucking public. But exactly. because you didn't make those choices and you just stuck going down this one path, how open does that become? Right? How open does that other reality become? It doesn't at all. Yeah. Right? But it's the decisions and choices that we make in life that lead us down the path that we take. Yeah. And here's something that people don't know, but you are making a decision and a choice every single second, every single moment of your day. You are. Yeah. And if you can, you're not sure. you know, like it's as fucked up as it yeah. sounds that dad that made that pack of smokes made 
the same decision every single day leading up to him saying, fuck this, I'm out of this family, leaving to say, saying I'm going out to get a pack of smokes and never coming back. That guy, instead of deciding to take the same decision and living that every single day, went more of a coward's route and didn't just leave it, tell his family he was piecing, right? But you know what I mean? He picked a different path and now he's going a different way. Whereas before that, it was get up, go to work, deal with my kids, deal with my wife, go to bed, get up, go to work, deal with my kids, deal with my wife, go to bed, get up, go to how long can you live like that? Right? But it's still, no matter what, dude, the doors of like the, 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 the options, like the, I look at it as um, a, it's imagine a desert and now imagine that desert with tons of doors lined up on the horizon going left to right for infinity and going backwards for infinity. And they're all open doors and they're all on like those escalators that are in the, in the airport that are like ground level that take you from like A to B, but you don't go up anything. Like they're just like treadmills <coughs> basically. Right. Yeah. Um, imagine you're on one of those and you're heading forward and a door is coming at you and you look to your right and your left. And you're just like, if I go into any of those two doors, I'll go on a different path. Most yeah. people don't know and don't see the doors to the right and the left of them or any of the other doors, except for the one that's straight ahead of them. And then eventually, if you go through that door constantly enough, you don't even notice that you're going through that door anymore. Yeah. It just becomes a natural reaction to you and you just do it. Right. And so then your life becomes whatever you've been doing because you're not making any decisions to change or alter it. Yeah. So like, yeah. you know what I mean? Right. So. Right. And then people wonder why the fuck they're stuck. Right. Well, you're stuck Oops, because hey. you're doing the same fucking thing because exactly. you don't put yourself out there. Like, dude, the only reason why my life has changed to the degree that it has is because I've made decisions to go a different way. Yeah. Right. Like, think about it. I shut down all of my social media, which also means I can't meet anybody else that way anymore. Right. Yeah. I decided to go online shopping for like, you know, women and found a dope site and have been meeting, you know, like at least one, if not possibly more of women that will take me on a completely different path in life. One that I'm absolutely okay with giving rid of the path that I thought I was going to be on. Yeah. Because I made decisions. I saw them through and I was just like, you know what? I like this better. The thing is, you can make choices and go, I don't want to do this anymore and go into a different door. Hate that fucking door and have, you have to have the courage to go through an, a different door again until you finally find the door that you like or get back to the door you used to be in. Right. Or the door that you used to keep going through to get back to your, quote, old life. But the thing is, is that your old life wasn't working for you either. So why not? Instead of continuously going through your old life, just do something new. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, look what insanity is. Oh, it's doing the same thing over and over again. 
expecting the same or yeah that's the one expecting different results so i i agree 100 percent. you gotta start something new yeah you know you gotta do new things you know put yourself out there yeah truly yeah see different results that's the only way you'll get it possibilities exactly i'm telling you you gotta like it's a i uh, dude i hate positive like motivational quotes and shit like that like they really just bother me because they come from the most depressed people most of the time, right? Yeah, you're right, man. I, and and I, like I the like like the people that are are that in your opinion, quote lower than you in in that sense. Like, what the fuck are you giving mm-hmm. me this shit for? Like, you're sadder than me, right? Uh, you want to get it from like people that are happier than you that are just like, oh, they follow this, I'm gonna do it too because if I follow the advice that you give me, I'm gonna end up like the sad motherfucker you are. Right. So I don't listen to like motivational stuff. But, dude, this one actually hit home, which is you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yes. And that's why a big thing that uh, this I've been doing on seam retention is cold showers. Mm-hmm. Cold showers are great because they literally put you in such an uncomfortable situation that once you find comfort in that then now whenever you're in uncomfortable situations you're going to start being comfortable now subconsciously because you're already training your mind in that yeah you know so you're going to look for more uncomfortable situations somebody else is going to be running from that you're going to shine so yeah right and if you just continuously put yourself into uncomfortable spots like think about um think about the difference let's change that word now let's change the word discomfort or uncomfortable to stretching okay think about how your body feels while you're stretching yeah it's miserable most of the time think about how your body feels after stretching exactly now think about a person just starting stretching like think about uh, if you were to restart semen retention, right? Like if you were to just say, fuck it, you like, and more than likely you found a girl and you're just like, all right, let's do it. Right. And then girl didn't last. And you're just like wanting to get back onto semen retention. I bet you it would be easier for you to get on semen retention now because you've gone 60 days than very, very beginning or even like any other time. So oh, dude, a hundred. Yes. Right. Because you've been doing it. And but now think about how easy it is to not do anything at night other than go to bed because you set up that habit. Right. And it's all it is, is basically, in a sense, the same as stretching for six months or 60 days and somebody stretching for the very first time. Right. That person stretching, not for the very first time ever, but like starting your stretching routine, your stretching program. Right. That person just starting and someone that's 60 days into it are two different people. Right? So like you've been stretch you've been un- you've been getting comfortable in your uncomfortability for 60 days. Whereas this other person is just getting to it in their first day. It's going to be so tough. Yes. So, right? And and that's like the way that I look at it too, right? Is the more that you push yourself to stretch the easier it'll be because think about it now. Think about it this way. Let's say that your pants 
um, this is a bad example, but it'll make sense. Let's say that your pants grew with you, um, but didn't shrink with you as you grew. Right? So let's say that you got up to like 250, 300 pounds, and you had these big balloon pants, but then you dropped down to 250 or even to like 200 pounds. Right? Right? Think about how much bigger those pants would be. You'd have this perimeter of pants around you and then there'd be you so now look at it in a different way of um can i ask you a favor yeah are you listening to music or is somebody else listening to music um i have my tv up a little bit i can turn it down so. okay i just didn't want to disturb anybody else in your house but if it's just you if you don't mind that would be dope it's just i can hear okay. um but so okay now think about it this way. Like we all have like a boundary around us, right? And if you can stretch out that boundary, like those pants got stretched out, and then you take a step back, that boundary is pushed out a little bit more. So you have more room to move. It's the difference of having $100,000 in the bank and $1,000 in the bank, but your expenses um, not changing. Yeah. You're more comfortable with 100K because you pushed out those limits so that every step that you take forward isn't necessarily getting closer to your very uncomfortable spot. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's why the sooner you can get into like pushing your uncomfortability. Now here's the flip side of that. You can get comfortable and you can get too comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So you have to balance those out. You have to, Yes. Find ways to be comfortable and you have to find ways to be, unco- be comfortable in your uncomfortability. And you have to find ways to make that uncomfortability more uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Like as fucked up as it sounds, dude, and this is where it becomes like a human nature problem, right? You keep like basically um, becoming, once you become comfortable in being, unco- or yeah, once you become comfortable in being uncomfortable, it's just another chasing the dragon situation. Because think about it, once you get too comfortable in that uncomfortability, you're going to have to stretch that uncomfortability. And you're always going to have to be stretching that uncomfortability because you don't want to get too comfortable being comfortable and you don't want to be too comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. Right? So, you know, just, dude, at the end of the day, I don't know how human beings, I don't even know how we exist. Like, I can't compute how we have made it this far with just how how simple things are but how complicated they can become right like think about it this way like think about um think about two people doing a puzzle right and each looking at it from across the table mm-hmm. but when they look at the puzzle box they look at it the right way like the the same way so like if it's right way up for one person they look at it they'll they'll give it to the other person to look at right way up but when that other when when so like let's say a and b a is looking at the puzzle the way it's supposed to be b is looking at the puzzle from a reverse angle basically right it's like um like looking down at a painting Mm -hmm. right so that person is seeing a completely different picture Now, when they look at the picture box, they see it the way it's supposed to be. 
So every single time that they make a move, they keep telling that other person that the puzzle is incorrect because it needs to be flipped. That's the life that we live in this world. Instead of being able to see things as going, oh, it's as simple as me changing my perspective to understand something. But we don't do that. Yeah. It's super difficult for human beings to change their perspective. We don't want to do the inner work. That's really that, <sighs> what it comes down to a lot of ain't, time. ain't that it, man? It's, it's that yeah. simple. Yeah. No, really I'm telling is. you, I agree. It, it really is. I got, I got news for you, homeboy. We got one minute. I wasn't even looking. See, usually I'm looking at my phone. I, <laughs> I one, really no good. One minute. I want to go eat my soup. And you probably should, if you want to, get some rest if you get the ability. But let's do send-offs. Yeah. So sign right, man. Well, um, everybody stay positive, stay loving, stay in the highest vibration that you can. And uh, just, just stay improving, being the best version that you possibly can on this earth. That's right, man. I feel you. Here's my thing. If you're learning to surf and you crash, the sooner you get back on that surfboard, the sooner you're going to be okay with it. Yes. That goes with everything in life. If you fall, get back up. Don't look around yeah. for people to lift you up. Just get the fuck back up and get going again. Yeah. Right? Life's too short. Agreed. Right? Don't like where you are? Change direction. Get uncomfortable being comfortable or get comfortable being uncomfortable. Your choice. Right? And that's it.